Music and fun. Miskin Radio. As for you, get in touch with us on Twitter at Miskin Radio using the hashtag of the KP Sessions. Now, uh, so my guest is comedian Cressida Wetter. Now, I've practiced your name several times and keep getting it wrong. Um, it's a lovely, beautiful name, Thank and you. I absolutely apologise for that. No, not at all. You're not the first person. It's pretty common. Cressida is the, the correct pronunciation. But, yeah, it happens a lot. I'm, I'm used to having my name said in public, so... Like, when, when an MC announces your name at a stand-up gig, what's the percentage? Like, how many ha- times out of ten will they get it right? Well, I like to think it's getting better, you know, because mm. now I'm going back to the same places, fingers crossed. Of course. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I don't know, maybe... Ah, oh, maybe it used to be, like, maybe three out of ten, and now, mm. now it's just... I don't know, well, maybe that's optimistic. I'm not sure, but it happens a lot, so it has to be addressed sometimes. But you had, like, a link with... Because Prince Harry's girlfriend used to be... Yeah, Prince previous Harry's girlfriend, girlfriend apparently, previous, apparently, yeah. She's been uh, usurped, I guess. Yeah, she she was called Cressida Bonus, so that helped for a bit, because uh, people had heard of it. But you don't want an MC, like, introducing you on as, oh, and he's got the same name as Prince Harry's girlfriend. You don't want that, do you? You don't, you don't that. want that. No, 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 you don't want that. And to be honest, sometimes it, you can lead to... Uh, an hilarious anecdote about your mother being uh, possibly uh, a bit creative and choosing an unusual name. Does she have an, an, like an exciting No, she's name? called Hazel and my dad's called Mike. Well, that's, Hazel's a really nice name. It is nice, isn't it? And people know how to say it, so right. that's good. Um, and Steve, I mean, thank you for... Like, Pleasure. Yeah, I mean, I, I really enjoyed saying your name. I got it nailed it twice. Um, well, yeah, I mean, you have an interest. I mean, you're, you're uh, on the Stephen James Band. You actually use a pseudonym for the n- name of your, or your act, but we'll come on to that later. Mm. Um, but Cressida, uh, what, what do you kind of focus your stand-up on when you're doing it? Because I know you, you know, you just spoke briefly about your parents. You, I know yeah. I've seen you do, do stand-up about your parents. Do you focus th- on, 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 like, homely stuff? Yeah, I have, I've done quite a lot about family. Uh, I think that's, that's why we're all in comedy, isn't it? Um, no, I have, I have done bits and pieces about home. Uh, I've done lots about being from the West Country, uh, characters back home, and more recently I've done more about people I have come across in my sort of day jobs. I did a lot of temping when I first came to London. So, yeah, people... I'm definitely not a, not a satirist. People... Because you've you, like you've you've travelled a lot. Um, I know you spent some time time in Australia. Um, yeah, a but, bit. But yeah. my my favourite international story of yours is the the Turkey man at the gig in London. The Turkey man at the gig in London. Oh, oh he's yeah, he was just a he was a very committed heckler. Was, that's what his game was. So I, sometimes the comedy gods smile on you and cue things up. Um, and I'd just been talking about Turkey. My dad lives out there. Um, so I'd been talking about that and then this very very drunk guy arrived at the gig and his heckle was to just come and stand on the stage next to me Um, he didn't say a word uh, and he sort of got booed off and eventually ended up back in his seat and then turned out to be Turkish so I was able to practice some of my phrases on him (laughs) so yeah it was nice now when when he so were you were you talking you were were doing the material about Turkey and he do you think he realised that and came on or were you talking the material before he came on I don't think he knew what day of the week it was Um, such a weird thing to just do just coincidence yeah, but think of all the times it doesn't happen. Mm. Um, yes. Three out of ten. Um, <laughs> what was the audience reaction to this guy standing on the stage with you? Well, uh, it was an open mic in London. So, you know, there weren't thousands there. Um, but the people that were there, they, they booed. They, I think they were very sweet and very defensive of me. Um, but he, yeah, he was, he was drunk and he was just having a laugh. And uh, he sat down and behaved relatively well for about seven minutes and then, and then left, I think. Has that happened to you, Steve, before? Turkish man coming on, on stage? On the stage? Yeah. N- uh, no. I don't think so. Not that I recall. But you but you have a guitar I, on stage. You can just hit them with a guitar. Absolutely. I, I don't think I've ever hit anyone on stage with a guitar or been stage. 
what is it called? When they I don't know. Invasion? Stage, 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 invasion. stage invasion. It happens so rarely, I don't even know the division term yeah, for it. It's great in music <laughs> if they stayed invaded. But usually like, there's some sort of protest, like, you know, if he was protesting against maybe Trump or something like that, but there wasn't even, like, a reason why, oh, why he got Oh, I think it there. might have been, like, because he didn't know where the bar was. Not, not much of a protest. He didn't, like, order a drink from you, did he? No. That would have been <laughs> awful. Um, but, yeah, you, so you, you spent some time in Australia as well where you drove tractors. Yeah, so before I came to London, I was, I was in Australia for a couple of years, and I did drive tractors, that's true. Um, actually, a twelve-year-old taught me to drive a tractor because I was in the middle of nowhere, and they—it's like a girl or a boy. Uh, it was a boy, yeah. a very small boy, um, an enormous tractor. One of those tractors where you're as tall as the well, you—you're taller than me, but uh, where you the t- the tires are as big as you. You can like and, stand um, in the wheel. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like a we can curl in it like a dormouse. Because um, <laughs> yeah, so when when you're travelling in Australia as a Brit, it's good to do these farm jobs because you get a longer visa and. Uh, and they pay you more money than you would get in the city. And they put you up, you know, you have to go and live out in these mad farm sheds or with farmers and stuff. So it's, it's all an adventure. And it's like this 12-year-old boy. Like, so he goes to school the next day. Like, oh, what did you do? Like, did you play football? Aussie rules? Over? No, I taught this, this, this British lady uh, how to drive a tractor. You're 12. Like, that must, well, must have the coolest uh, life. I don't know you. if they go to school the next day. I mean, we're talking, these places are so remote, you know, it's like... Ooh, yeah, but his friends must think he's a dude if he's teaching like lovely British ladies how to lovely British ladies. Um, or like tourists, <laughs> like like these people, like interesting people that come to Australia that aren't Australian, and then he's like, oh, I'm going to teach you. I'm going to teach you how to. Oh yeah, maybe. Oh, I don't know if they think that far ahead, mate. I think they just oh, that's think. That's good. You, is it, yeah, maybe. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. What on earth must this twelve-year-old have thought of us coming and going? Did he have like loads of health and safety procedures, or did he just go no. get on that tractor? He and just barely reached the pedals. Oh, I remember so thinking, this can't be good. And he didn't have great social skills, um, sad to say. But you wouldn't, would you, growing up in the middle of nowhere with tractors to talk to? Look, I'm from the West Country, I know about that. But it's even more extreme. So, yeah, very strange way to to spend some time. But interesting. It's different, isn't it? Okay, so this is uh, Cressida Wetton and uh, Steve McCormack of the Stephen James Band. He's going to do two live songs in uh, just a little bit um, here on Miskin Radio. So that was Matt Will, Set You Free. It's a new record from the Ashford Artist. Um, so in, in, in our studio today, we have comedian Cressida Wetton and uh, Steve McCormack of the Stephen James Band. He's going to be doing two live songs. Now, Steve, uh, you, we were talking about um, sort of travelling in Australia. You mm. lived in America for a while. I did, yeah. I was back and forth for about four years, and then I lived out there solidly for nearly t- ten months, and then... I went back a couple of times at the end of the year as well, so couldn't keep me away. What part of yeah. America? Uh, I was mainly in Bellingham, which is just above San Diego, uh, not San Diego, above Seattle. Mm-hmm. And then I started in San Diego as well. And then I house house sat in Vancouver in Canada as well for a bit. So that was cool. Yeah. Did you just how much, did you just go around with your guitar, just going to gigs, like just going into to American pubs and things, saying, "Can I gig?" How did yeah, you? Yeah, I used to email people when I got out there and. Um, I caught the Greyhound bus, which uh, nice, yeah, National Express. Over well, yeah, there. exactly. Yeah, it's basically the equivalent of National Express, and uh, yeah, like seventeen-hour bus journeys, and uh, <laughs> that was fun. And you think you've cracked quite a lot of the country when you do a seventeen-hour bus journey, and it's like, well, you, yeah, you can't see yeah. this on the radio, but I'm making it's a very, very small, small, isn't it? Yeah, thing on the map, so. Yeah, oh, and you were on your own for the majority as well. Yeah, I, I ju- there are a few uh, nights that I showed up, and uh, they they've got a sort of a very get up and jam kind of uh, feel in a lot of the, especially in Canada, I found. So uh, 
I would start off on my own and then be joined by percussionists and sort of stuff. Just and we just well, we just walk on stage. Yeah, which is cool. You kind of got to be good with that. Not the Turkish man. It, is, it does yeah. happen in music. It, it does, but <laughs> yeah. Like they were welcome. Uh, yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I was quite late on the bill on one of the gigs, so I kind of knew it was coming. Particularly one gig that sticks out, and uh, it it turned out okay in the end. <laughs> how many on that particular gig? How many people came on stage with you? Uh, there was one guy that used to play percussion with tap shoes, so he was kind of dancing in the corner, and then there was another guy that got up and played bongos, and I think there are a couple of s- singers. So he was like tapping while he was doing Yeah, that. he was oh, tapping, yeah. Good. Yeah, it was, it was cool. Um, and of <laughs> course, so you... It, Right, you're, you're, St- you're Steve McCormack, but you play no. in the Stefan James band. Yes. And that's, that's you, though. The band is you. Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> I, Stephen James was like a pseudonym I came up with. I, I used to play in some bands and uh, I just, I wanted, uh, I became available and I wanted just to release one song. And uh, yeah, I came up with Stephen James as to release one song and that was five years ago. And now it's, uh, it's more the band thing now, which is why I'm sort of going by t- my Steve McCormack of the Stephen James band. And if I need to be Stephen James, like I guess I'm guess I'm Stephen James this evening because it's just me. So, but, uh, but it was just for one song, and then who like who said right? This is good. You should stick with that. Uh, I sent it into a, a college radio station or some, and then I got an email from. I was just sending it around these independent radio stations. I got this email from uh, an American one. I can't remember what they're called now, but she said that she found it in her inbox and really liked it, and said keep sending me your stuff. And I didn't have any more stuff, so I had to make more stuff and and that's how that sort of so it was very organic lucky i guess and you've, but you've so, got a new ep coming out as well very soon. yeah we're about to start recording that in february and yeah i got playing a couple of tunes off that tonight. how long would the ep recording take uh well i'm a bit of a stickler for taking forever so it's going to take february and then we're going to record most of it live and uh yeah and just uh get it out there very quickly and uh so yeah it's that's we decided that, that, on the name for it a uh, day is done. Yeah. So this, so this is the title track that you're going to do. Uh, yeah, second one's mm. the title track. Yeah. So. Um, and and lastly, something we always ask um, yes. ask our guests about the worst jobs. I'm always interested in the worst jobs. We do both of you. Um, uh, we do Chrisida uh, later. Uh, what was the worst job you did? Worst job I ever had. Uh, when I got back from the states, um, I got a job working in a factory, packing things, and. Uh, 45 minutes in I dropped one of these things that um, smashed everywhere and I found out it to be quite an expensive thing (laughs) later on and I didn't own up to this I thought well I mean I had three options I was either gonna come clean uh, walk out because I'd only been there for 45 minutes so I thought well you know they're not gonna miss me are they or, um, and you said or, your name was Stefan James. And anyway, you know, they thought I was... <laughs> that's not yeah, a passport exactly. anyway, so no, it's fine. So, and then I, so what I did was I went, walked around the corner and said, I've, I've just found this. And there were security cameras everywhere and they definitely <laughs> knew it was me, but they chose to make the next month of my life a living hell instead of... Instead of and that was, that's the story. And uh, no names, because... Who knows who's listening? Absolutely. Well, we've got a special guest. Your bot. No. Um, <laughs> okay. Well, uh, yeah. If you want to do your first live song, then yeah. if you. Um, uh, so it's the day is done. This is uh, who am I to say? So it's day is done. Second one. Yeah. Who am I to say? No worries.
Hold on, screaming out the wall Drown your anger like a different girl Straight faces everywhere I stand Pointing the finger, making demands Holding you down, should get a reward Chewing your face off and then no fuss Literal meanings and never meant less A disaster and beautiful mess and all My answers never justify And all my actions never lie So who am I, who am I say? Who am I say? Who am I, who am I say? Say who am I, who am I say? Happens anyway Who am I, who am I say? Who am I say now? Biting your nails off a little too loud Made up stories, they always come up Knowing the meaning more than much You fall down every night and day Kick your shoes out there for which way Struggling onwards, you try to move on Blaming it all on the damage that's done and all My actions never lie But you know I'm gonna try so who am I, who am I say? Who am I say? Who am I, who am I say? Oh, I present anyway. Who am I, who am I say? Who am I say? Who am I, who am I say? Who am I say? Who am I say? Oh, who am I say? That is the first life song from Steve McCormack of the Stefan James Band. That is Who Am I To Say? And that is coming on the new EP, The Day Is Done. He's going to do the title track, The Day Is Done, um, after this from Corey Fox Fardle. So it's Corey Fox Fardle, the Tunbridge Wells artist, with Hit Me Hard. So now it's time for our second live song. Uh, if you go onto the Miskin Radio Facebook page, you'll be able to watch this live as we stream it. So I'll let you introduce it. Hey, this is Steve from the Stephen James Band, and this is a new song called The Day Is Done. Rest, my love, you found the key. Break my soul to the right on me. Take some time to slow me down. I'll try my best the next time around. But you could tell my love I didn't mean to cry. Till my race is won, I'm not a 
third time. Be all of my love, though you never try. Till my day's done, be on your side. Ah, la la la. Ah, la la la. Take some time. Hurry up. You can act like I never gave up. When you find your place with someone else, you couldn't love me. I couldn't love myself. But you could tell my love I didn't mean to cry till my race is won. Now a third time, but you love my love though we never try till my day's done. Be on your side. I said, oh. oh Till my day's done. Till my day's done. Till my day's done. Be on your side. I said, till my day's done. Till my day is done. Till my day's done. Be on her side. I said, oh, oh, oh. Oh, that was so nice. The Day is Done by Steve McCormack or the Stephen James Band. That was lovely. That was so nice. Thank um, you very much. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, The Day is Done. And uh, that EP is coming out sort of in the next few months. Yeah, gonna aim to get it done by the end of February. No, we'll get it done at the end of February. You will, no, we'll you will. Get it done by the end of February. <laughs> lovely. Okay, so that was Steve McCormack uh, of the Stephen James Band uh, live here on Michigan Radio. That is Alusia. That is a world exclusive for us. So that has not been played on any other radio station in Kent, in the country, on earth, essentially. Called Romance, that is Glenn, Jason, Adam and Duran. And they're from Medway. And that is from the new EP, Waves in the Clouds. So do check them out. It's called Romance. So uh, we have Cressida uh, Wesson and Steve McCormack of the Stephen James Band here with us. Um, now we, get to, we talked about um, Steve's worst job. Um, and now, Cressida, what was, what's the worst job we did in Australia? Oh, so many to choose from. Um, no, uh, do you know what? The worst job is also the best job. Because um, I worked in a pub 
uh, for a while with loads of brilliant, really fun backpackery type women who I was working with. And we used to get quite drunk. And then the next morning we'd have to clean the hotel, which obviously involved the toilets. Um, so that's, that's two sides to the same coin. But also farms are quite rough on hangovers mm. as well. What's the worst thing you had to deal with when you were on the farm, hungover? Oh, it, it's like a great big selection box of, of things that smell bizarre. Um, shearing shed on a hangover is quite good. There's a lot of death on farms, mm. um, especially, <laughs> this is so bleak, during the lambing season. Quite, yeah, that's, that's really bleak, isn't it? Having a hangover and then dealing with things that have died. Blimey. That's really. Uh, <laughs> and you just what broke a product, Steve. You just nothing. Broke, yeah, you I just didn't broke, broke a product. Yeah, I've got nothing. I didn't. Oh, I tell you another one. I fell out with the shearing team once in a shearing shed. Okay. They, uh, none of these stories are nice. Uh, they were being a bit rough with the with the products. Oh. So sh- yeah, it was a bit like him in his factory. But uh, and I, I said, I'm not working in this shed, and yeah. I, I walked out like a big protest. Oh, that's, that's very kind and nice, nice of you, though, yeah. I think, because you're still humanitarian. Yeah. Uh, sheepitarian. Yeah, no sheep-tarian. consequences whatsoever, of course, but uh, I'm talking about it now, so it sounds like... What's, what's, the, what's the worst that we've done in, the, in England? Is it, it doesn't involve I think in, in the UK, it's been really... It's about boredom, um, about having office jobs where... Like, have you ever had an office job where there's nothing to do? And, like, the, the exhaustion you get from trying to look busy <laughs> and doing nothing... Yeah. That's just really like opening Excel spreadsheets and then just closing you've them. You've been there, yeah. yes, exactly. With Facebook hidden behind the... Yeah, that's it, lots of windows at once. Yeah. Another one, this is a good one, right? Copy and pasting articles and then clicking them into an email in the font that you should be reading for work so you can read things. That, yeah, good one. You're onto something there. <laughs> that's, that's really I've good. done a lot of this stuff. What's yeah. the best article you've read pretending it was an email? Oh, God. Was there, has there been like any outrageous articles that you've been reading that you definitely shouldn't? Oh, I write? see. What so specifically? Well, like you know, looking like these, for like, naughty things. Or like any ridiculous other articles. Other job adverts is quite a common one. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, and <laughs> do you put that in? So you get a job, <laughs> right. So you've gone. You've gone to another uh, company or whatever. You've yeah. got the job advert. You copy and paste it. You put it into the email, and then you're reading it as an email. That's the kind of naughty thing I would get up to. And writing material as well. A lot of that. Um, uh, and you're in a good place to do it because there's a lot of. Things that make you cross. Pete, like in a, in an office job, like, if you if you tell someone you're com- a comedian, they they're all going to want to come, aren't they? And then they will is that is it? Do you tell no, people that you do comedy? No, i as well. Um, they'll all say, "Oh, can I come?" And the trick is to say yes very enthusiastically, and then relax, safe in the knowledge that it will never happen. <laughs> huh? Whereas if you were to say no, yes, I think it's a bit yeah. of Lady Macbeth. Don't protest too much. Mm. Um, I've got I've one friend. Yes, I'm going to say friend. Uh, a guy I used to work with in one job who's come a few times, but he uh, he's genuinely interested. He's not coming with any cynical motives, which I think sometimes people are a little bit. Do you, Steve, do you like bringing people to watch you play? Like close friends, family? Uh, yeah, as long as they don't sit in the front row. I, I, I love people. I love being able to share it with people, mm-hmm. but uh, <laughs> mum and dad generally, if they do come, tend to pick the front spot right in front of me and they probably are listening to this so just so you know last time you did that I actually turned the chair away so that I didn't <laughs> catch your eye line so uh, <laughs> my dad's come to stand up uh, does he yeah. I've put yeah he's come stay at the back and he mm. does yeah and uh, I, but I love them being I love people being there and were you uh, do- hopefully were you doing about your dad in the stand up yes, when your dad was absolutely. there absolutely in mm. fact I turned it up to 11 I did extra bits <laughs> about my dad was he like yeah that's there. about me or was he just like oh, cowering yeah, in the corner I've only got one da- yeah it, it couldn't be hidden um, dad knows I and I talk about my mum a little bit um, 
And she always says, you've got full license. And I think, well, you don't know everything I say. But <laughs> no, they, they're good. I like my parents. They're funny, sometimes intentionally. If, like, and, and Steve, if you, if, yeah. have you ever written a song about a particular person? Like, have you ever been inspired by like, maybe a relationship or something like that? Yes. And, uh, would you want them to come? Uh, you know, that's... Yeah, that situation's oh, happened loads. And you like that. You don't, you don't, you sort of don't, you know, if you're writing, if you're writing someone, sorry, if you're writing a song that, you know, potentially just features, you know, someone, a story about someone, you don't mind them being there. No. I mean, I quite like, uh, no, I quite like it, Kieran. <laughs> I like them hearing it firsthand. Oh, Sticking <laughs> yeah. to them, hasn't it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, wow. Yeah. I'm just that <laughs> sounds really satisfying. I mean, that's what stand-up is for me. It's, it's the thing you couldn't say when you were there. Yeah. That later on, this is what I really thought. Boom. Yeah, exactly. But then isn't that bonkers? Because why would you want to do that with loads of people watching you? Couldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't it just be more satisfying just to tell the person? Like, straight, I mean, if it gets straight. an amazingly big cheer out of a room full of people, I think you don't need to tell the person, do you? Person, do you? How, does, how does that work? Yeah. Talking to one person? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I do it on the radio. Yeah. No, you do it to a microphone. Yeah. Can say anything to a microphone. Yeah. Maybe Steve. Maybe me and you get together and I'll talk. I talk about all my friendships and relationships, and we can write a song. Let's do it. And we can. I can. When you si- when you sing it about, I'll bring the person. Yeah, yeah. And I just tell them right. We're going to a gig. Yeah. You can make like some hand there. gesture to indicate which one. Yeah. Bring a group. Yeah. That Big would, Aaron. That would, that would be great. The gateway to your community, Miskin Radio. Thank you for listening. And if you get your podcasts on iTunes, please do leave a lovely review. And don't forget to subscribe to get them before anybody else. Also, do find us on Facebook and on your phone on Instagram too. Just search The Kieran Paul Sessions. Bye bye.